back, everybody. You are listening to Is This Actually Healthy? I am your host, Juliana. I'm really excited about today's interview because it's about a topic that's near and dear to my heart and one that we haven't really touched on in this show yet, but it's inseparable from making healthier eating decisions. And this is plant-based products. I'm going to be talking with the founder of shopveggie.com, which is the biggest hub for e-commerce of plant-based products with Corey Zellickson here. I'm going to talk all about the innovations of plant-based products, exactly what, what they are and how they're emerging in today's world, and then how you could potentially incorporate more of these into your everyday life. So Corey, it's so nice to have you on the show today. I will have you introduce yourself and tell my audience all about your inspiration for your company and also what made you uh, vegan or inspired you to go down the line of vegan products. Thanks very much. I appreciate the opportunity to be on the show today. And uh, I'd love to provide some background and context. Um, My path towards uh, becoming plant-based or or vegan, uh, you know, pick one or the other, uh, started probably about 10 years ago. Um, I was actually living in the Caribbean and um, we were still eating meat at the time, but the the product that got imported into the country was, you know, typically going rotten by the time you picked it up off the shelf and it was a bit of a turnoff for us at the time. And so we, we naturally just started eliminating meat out of our diet pretty early on. But then I started to see movies like Game Changers and some of the other documentaries, um, learned a little bit more about, you know, what happens in, in commercial animal agriculture. And um, it was pretty eye-opening for me. And I'm sure you can recall, like, you know, back then when you wanted to eliminate meat from your diet, you know, your options were like lentil burgers and tofu. And so the, the markets really shifted a lot over the last few years and, and plant-based, you know, wasn't even really a term a couple of years ago. It was just vegan. And, and there was an associated stigma with the word vegan too, I think as well, which I think has, has been impacted, impacted positively by the plant-based movement in an effort to really introduce plant-based products to people that are not strict ethical vegans. So what I found today is that, you know, somebody might choose to incorporate plant-based options into their diet for their own health, uh, for the environment, or for animal rights as well. And so it's a much broader topic today than veganism on its own was several years ago. And for me, my background's been in entrepreneurship, e-commerce, and technology throughout my career. And over the last two years, I saw, you know, hundreds and hundreds of new brands coming to market within the plant-based food space. This is pretty amazing because it is like you said, I have been um, fully vegan for probably about four years, but before that I was vegetarian for even longer. And I think at the beginning of this period, when I wanted to go to the store and get some plant-based products or buy vegetarian food, my options were so limited. There might be one freezer space full of maybe some black bean burgers or something. And they certainly didn't have the ranges that they have now. 
the fact that your company can exist in this world is showing everybody exactly how popular this trend is becoming and that it's actually gaining traction. People are creating a demand for plant-based products, people like me, um, other vegans for sure, but I really like the emphasis that these products aren't just for vegans and vegetarians. Why should they be restricted to only one defined group when everybody can enjoy these products? There's so many of them, they're, they're amazing and often quite a bit healthier than the meat alternatives. As far as the health benefits of turning more plant-based, how would you say this ranks in the importance of, I, I guess, how you structure your, your marketing or how you reach out to people? Is, is the health reason a big, a big part of it that could draw people in? Yeah, I think I think the health component is is a, is a big um, is a, a big factor for consumers specifically. And you know, over the past couple of years, there's been a lot of studies come out around you know the impact of uh, meat in your diet, to, you know, on cholesterol, heart disease, and even cancer as well. And so, it's not to say that every vegan product that you buy is going to be healthy, because just in the same way, there's quite a few you know processed foods that have you know, lots of ingredients in them and stuff too. And, and it really boils down to how you balance your diet. Like with everything, whether you're eating meat or not, you have to have a healthy and balanced diet. Everything you eat cannot be processed foods either. But generally mm -hmm. speaking, people that are looking to transition towards a plant-based diet, the easiest thing to do is start with a low-hanging fruit. So whatever you have on a weekly basis that incorporates meat into a meal can almost guarantee you there's a replacement for that today. There definitely is. I have especially found a new world of um, vegan plant-based brands moving to a different country recently. I've realized that, oh, wow, all the brands here are different, but the diversity in Australia is still just as incredible. I, um, I often wondered if the plant-based movement was very localized, like if it was targeted to the U.S. or other just highly developed front-of-the-line countries here. But I guess, how would you say that plant-based popularity has grown in recent years? Is it very localized, or do you think it has wide-scale potential across the globe? I think it has already gained um, wide-scale traction across the globe in every major country in the world. But to your point, what's really interesting is that the brand awareness component is very localized. Like, when we started, we saw brands that existed that were really popular and again a lot of traction in California that nobody ever heard about in New York but 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 I think that the plant-based movement overall has gained traction within every major market today um, and, and and we're just seeing so much continuous innovation in, in new and trending product categories like plant-based seafood and what I'm really excited for in the future too are new product categories like cell cultured meat, which will be, you know, an incredible innovation uh, that hopefully will come to the consumer market in the next couple of years. Yeah, that one's definitely interesting. I would certainly try it if it came out, but I have to admit, I'd probably feel weird about it. I guess I was trying to look back into my history and think, when exactly was it when that one freezer shelf of black bean burgers multiplied? And to me, it seems like it's been kind of an exponential growth where it started kind of slow, but then especially just in the past 
few years, it's just rocketed and the amount of options just became so wide that I couldn't keep up with them. And that's so great. But when exactly do you, did, did you think that this change occurred? I think the, the most traction we've seen is starting from 2020 and 2021 um, within, you know, the plant-based food space. And it really falls under that, that better for you product category, right? Uh, more people today are, are conscious of their environmental impact. So we see a lot of consumers that are looking to incorporate plant-based options, not just for ethical reasons, but for the environment or their health. Consumers are more aware um, and look towards purchasing products from sustainable brands. And so I mm-hmm. think a lot of the shift towards, you know, uh, ESG purchasing uh, and alignment with consumers has happened over the past couple of years. I'm interested in delving into this on a little bit of a personal level. You market, you specialize in um, getting plant-based products out there. I'm wondering how successful you have been for people in your own life, people around you, have you found that people are willing to, to try these products? Because I've often got a lot of pushback from it where people understand that I eat a veganized version of something or a plant-based meat, for example. And a lot of people will turn their nose up at it without even knowing really what it is. They haven't tried it, but they don't want to taste it. Has this been a big obstacle <laughs> for you? I think I think the narrative is shifting a little bit, but as I mentioned before, there is a bit of a stigma with vegans or veganism in general from the rest of the population that is not vegan. And I think that plant-based category is, has, has to some extent bridged that gap a bit. Um, from a personal perspective, I'm obsessed with cooking uh, vegan food and I cook all types of different cuisines from, you know, sushi to Chinese food to, to burgers and, and typical sort of American style food. Um, but one of my biggest joys in life is, is having people over for dinner who are very much not vegan and cooking them a meal that absolutely just blows them away. You know, I can't tell you the amount of times that people have been like, oh, I can't believe this isn't, you know, meat or I can't believe how, how good it tastes, considering the fact that it's vegan. And it, it's a stereotype for sure. And people are naturally against it because of the association from previous generations of, of the strict ethical vegans and, and the way that that was interpreted by the broader, you know, meat eating or flexitarian community. Uh, but I think that's shifted uh, quite a bit. And, and it's more common today, even when you go to most major restaurants that have plant-based options on their menu. So there's still going to be people that oppose it. Uh, but the best thing that we can do is, is show them and let them try it and see that it still has, you know, I've, I've never thought that I've sacrificed at all in terms of my, my palate and, and what I eat and the quality of the food I eat because it's plant-based or vegan food versus traditional animal agricultural products either. I totally agree with that. I do share the satisfaction of being able to cook for others. I absolutely enjoy having people over for dinner because just because of a lot of pushback that goes against healthy food or the mindset that if you cook something healthy, then it's not, it's not going to be good. And I think part of me always wants to try to prove 
um, prove people wrong and show them exactly how delicious and be like, no, I promise I didn't sacrifice my palate to eat this way. I 100% enjoy it. I improved my diet and the healthy foods that I cook are obviously all vegan. I'm, I'm not going to cook something that's not, but my, uh, my, my, my general objective is to get people to enjoy my food and realize that I don't just sit and munch on lettuce all day. We don't have to do that anymore. No, absolutely not. I actually get a lot more satisfaction cooking vegan food for people that are not, or even when it comes to our website, like we actually also own a company called veganessentials.com, which is a really well-established vegan grocery store uh, online. And they have a very loyal following of strict ethical vegans but when you look at shopveggie.com, we're catering to a lot broader audience with that platform. And, and to me, it's actually a bigger win having somebody try a plant-based product, even selling a Beyond Burger to somebody that's not vegan is a better win for me than selling to somebody that is. Because every time that we get to introduce plant-based options to people, I think it's impactful from you know, an environmental, environmental perspective people that are looking to reduce their carbon footprint and purchase sustainable or whether they're looking to, you know, support animals as well. I think that every time that we have the opportunity to introduce a new product to somebody, it's very impactful. For the general audience out there and for probably most of the people who are listening to the show, then plant-based to them probably just is associated with eating something that is made of a plant or something that is vegetable based. And I do think that this is a, a friendly way to ex- extend the arm to these people and make them realize that, oh, this is an option that you can eat. This You don't have to be a vegan. You don't have to um, convert to the vegan side if you eat something with a vegan sticker on it. But the plant-based sticker, I think, should just be associated with with, with eating um, something made of vegetables. And we all know that in the health world, eating more vegetables is typically associated with being healthier. Although not every vegan product is healthy, it does make it so that a lot of them just naturally are. If you go and eat a, a black bean lentil burger or a beetroot sweet potato, whatever burger, they got so many things these days. I would definitely say that any one of those options would be healthier than a full fat beef beef patty. Yeah. I, I I had a lot of the same thoughts originally when this industry started emerging and everything was sort of being greenwashed as, as plant-based from a product's perspective. But then you'd see products that had milk ingredients in them. And I was like, no, that doesn't make any sense. If it's plant-based, it has to be vegan. It can't contain animal products. And what I realized um, is that the phrase plant-based when it comes to a consumer, from my perspective at least, relates to somebody that incorporates plant-based products into their diet. So they still might eat eggs or they might have dairy in their diet, but they eat plant-based products, right? Whereas veganism is a whole other category where it's, it's, it's harm reduction to animals. And so a vegan person eats entirely a plant-based diet but also tries to reduce their impact on animals by not purchasing leather products, for example, or other products that are tested on animals. And so that's more of a lifestyle function than a dietary one, in my opinion. Yeah. 
Um, for the people who are listening here, I know most people are probably just looking for ways to, um, to improve their, their daily diets, perhaps not do an entire lifestyle transition. But exactly. I do want to emphasize to everyone out there that, yes, consuming more plant-based products doesn't convert you into something that maybe you're, you don't want to be, but they should be a welcome option for you. If you go to the store, then don't be afraid to walk out with, um, with a plant-based product. You might find that you absolutely enjoy it and that you're making, um, you're making a healthier decision for yourself. Yeah, my, my goal really is to, to broaden exposure to plant-based products to a greater demographic of consumers. And, and that includes everyone from, you know, vegans to plant-based to flexitarians and, and really just showing people that you can still have delicious options that are plant-based without um, having animal products as well in your diet. Or I suppose you don't see any, um, any chance that this trend will be slowing down in the upcoming years, do you? We're just seeing so much continued investment in innovation into the sector right now in food tech. Um, of course, as a company for us, we're an online marketplace. So the more competition that comes to the market, our business thrives on that. Um, but, you know, even, even to the extent that we've seen some really exciting new categories emerging like plant-based seafood, which has been one of the top sellers on our website for the past year, um, I don't think that there's any end in sight for the continued innovation um, in the market and introduction of new sustainable and plant-based products that will continue to scale uh, through our website platform. Yeah, the whole plant-based thing is definitely not just a fad. That's, um, that's becoming clear, especially since you said the biggest growth of this was in recent years. So I guess the best thing that we could do as people who are curious about nutrition or curious about having new foods in our diet, we should just go out and try them all. To do that, your, your website sounds like a fantastic place to go to do that. I actually went and looked on your website and I was like, wow, I really wish I knew this existed when I was in the U.S. Because obviously it's not here in Australia and um, I'm missing out now. But I was looking. We're, and I'm like, we're working on that. <laughs> This is this is fantastic. I can go Amazon grocery shopping for all these these amazing plant-based products all in one place. And this is at shopveggie.com. And I will clarify that veggie is not just spelled like veggie, it's spelled like V-E-J-I-I, shopveggie.com. If anyone's curious, even if you're not ready to go and fill a shopping cart with these products, if you're just curious to know what kind of stuff is out there, if you want to ask yourself, is there a meat alternative for this? What alternative is there for this dairy product? You could go and find out because every option that I could think of, I, I could find on that website. Corey, I'm going to have you um, conclude our discussion besides just finding um, finding your products on your website do you also have an active social media presence or a Facebook page anywhere else that um, people who are interested could find you you can also check us out on Instagram at shop veggie as well we'd welcome you to check out our sister website veganessentials.com we're also traded on the OTC markets in the U.S. under ticker symbol VEGIF, V-E-J-I-F, and in Canada under V-E-J-I. 
So just to clarify, your market is in the U.S. and Canada right now. Correct. Great. We have had a very interesting discussion, and I really hope that this has helped shed light on exactly what plant-based products are, how they're emerging in, um, in grocery stores today, and how even the common person out there listening can think, this might actually be a product for me, and I can use this as a way to expand my diet and make healthier decisions. I'm really happy to have had you on the show today. Awesome. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. That's the end of our discussion for today. I really want you to take with you today when I re-listen to that episode and just let it sink in what the theme of it was, is that don't be afraid to try new products. I know this episode was all about vegan or plant-based products, but I just want you to know that yes, again, these products are available to everyone. You do not have to associate with a plant-based or a vegan lifestyle to enjoy them. And you can find so many interesting options and possibly much healthier alternatives to what you already eat. I've already said multiple times throughout this show that creativity and open-mindedness is the key and you could really find new things that you like even better than something that you're trying to ditch. I really hope you got a lot out of today's episode. As always, I'm going to close this reminding you that you can follow me on Instagram. Please do. I love Instagram. My username is, is this actually healthy? No punctuation. And also, please subscribe to this show if you haven't already. Give it a rating wherever you're listening. All of this helps me build my audience and help get my show to the ears of more people. Just like all of you listening out there, I really appreciate the support and I will see you again next time.